Welcome to the Kidmen Huddle, part of the Kids Matter Podcast Network. Gather round, Kidmen leaders, and be encouraged and equipped as you build the kingdom. Now here's your host, Amber Pike. Welcome back to the Kidmen Huddle. So this past week, I found myself in a different situation than I have possibly ever been in in ministry. We just promoted nine of our kids up to youth group, and now I'm left with a much different dynamic than I've had before. My son is the oldest now in children's church, and we have a lot of preschoolers and kindergartners. So as I looked at my class on Sunday, I had two kids that could read. Now, keep in mind, we're a really small church, so we have smaller numbers, but when four-fifths of your group can't read, that makes things different. When you have multiple preschoolers and just a small handful of older kids, that makes a difference. And it's, it was kind of eye-opening to me. Like I knew it was coming. I had planned Sunday's lesson to be really interactive and engaging for the little ones, but I don't think it quite hit me just how little my kids are. Um, And for my son, it was a bit of a struggle because he was, he was not having it. We had an activity Uh, We were talking about the prophecies of Jesus and the promises that God keeps. So, of course, promises, what do we do? We color a rainbow, right? And I always make my activities kind of twofold or sometimes three or fourfold so that they can engage the most amount of kids. Because we're a one-room children's church, I have kids that can read. I have kids that can't read. I have kids that can spell and write and kids that can't. So I, I want to try to involve as many kids as possible. So when I have any activity, there's always options. So option one is to color the rainbow to remind them of God's promises. And option two is to write some of God's promises on the rainbow paper. Uh, but my son was like, no, I don't like this activity. And he didn't want to do it, but he sat there um, and he was, he was just fine. I also don't make kids participate because not everyone wants to do everything. You can't be disruptive. You can sit there nicely, but I'm not going to force you to color a rainbow if you hate it. Now, everyone else in the class, all my little ones, they loved it. They were engaged. They're like, yes, this is the best craft ever, but not my fifth grade son. So now I, though I have been in ministry over half of my life now, um, honestly, I, I should have counted up before I started recording how many years I've been serving in ministry, but um, we're, we're nearing 15 or 20 as a children's minister, I think, and I'm kind of starting back over. I've never had pretty much a preschool group or a kindergarten group, um, our kindergartners, And even a couple of our first graders, they're not at reading level. So this is new for me. Normally, we have some preschoolers mixed in with my older ages. And I try to target the older kids while including the little kids. So this would look like if we're doing a game. I make a lot of on-screen games that test their Bible knowledge or maybe introduce the concept with facts. So I'll make it into a Four Corners game. A little one might not be able to read the slides. They might not have a clue what I'm talking about, but they can still pick a corner. So they they are participating without having to have tons of knowledge or reading skills. I'll do things that we did this Sunday, talking about prophecies of Jesus, and I made true-false cards, and all the kids had to hold up their card to pick their answer. Again, 
the, the little ones don't have to have all of that knowledge because you're teaching them the knowledge while you're playing the game. They don't have to know it before. They don't have to even be able to read the true false words. They're going to engage by watching the other kids. So I do a lot of activities like that, that would engage my little ones while kind of targeting my older kids. But now this is going to look a little different because now I need to be focusing on my little ones and finding ways to still keep my big ones engaged because the bulk of my kids are now younger. Um, so I'm a little, I'm a little nervous, quite frankly. It's, I've never had to just teach preschoolers. So I know that I need to keep them engaged. I have to shift how I do things. We can't have as many reading and writing activities because quite frankly, they don't have those skills yet. Um, I can't have just crafts all the time because I got some boys that might not love that. I need to have lots of activities to keep them engaged. Preschoolers learn through play and Quite frankly, that's not my skill set right now or what I feel. That's not, that's not my sweet zone because I have all this information I want to give these kids. And I need to step back and remember, they're going to learn through play. They're going to learn through Play-Doh and blocks and games. And that's a whole nother thing to figure out is how do you make games that your little ones can play? while your big ones are still engaged. You know, preschool, they're still not great with a winner or a loser. They're a lot of times still in the tandem play phase where they don't really play well with others. My four-year-old has begun in children's church and she's at home with a brother six years older than her all the time. So she's not used to other kids and having to share and take turns and not always getting her way. So that's an adjustment. Um, I've got to work on making these activities work that fit the bulk of my kids, which are younger, but while still engaging the older ones. So I've been moving towards this. I knew it's coming. You know, I've been planning and having more activities, honestly, just because my four-year-old needs to stay engaged. I need to have short teaching times that are interactive, stuff the kids can do. I have a lot of kids that don't like to stay in their seats either, um, and that's challenging. So I need to have kids moving, involving all of those great learning styles and learning smarts, um, reaching the kinesthetic learners, the visual learners, the audio learners, all of this I have to reach. But just because my kids are younger doesn't mean I need to simplify the content. I don't have to dumb it down. See, this is a pet peeve of mine. Just because they're preschoolers doesn't mean that we only give them preschool appropriate content. Now, what I mean by this is obviously we're putting things on their level, right? But so many times in preschool resources, I see that we're giving them a watered down version. We're assuming that because on average, preschoolers are, we think, capable of learning a certain amount. That's all we give them. So we only teach them that God loves us. And we might shy away from teaching them, well, God loves us so much. Even though we're sinners, he sent Jesus to die from us. That's how much he loves us. And I really, 
I encourage you, whether you're a preschool minister or you have them all mixed together like I do, give your preschoolers more. They are capable of more. I myself was saved at five. You know, that's right after the preschool age, preschool kindergarten age. Kids are legitimately capable of understanding the gospel, of understanding their need for the Savior. We don't have to just teach them stories and tell them that God loves them. Now, we need to do that, but we also need to be giving them more. We use at my church Answers Bible Curriculum for Sunday School, and I love in the very first lesson, it teaches preschoolers that God is omniscient. It's a big word, and it uses it with kids. But you know what happens when you give your little kids more? They might not have a clue. You might get them to be able to say the word back to you. What is God? God is omniscient. And they won't have a clue what that word means. But you'll use it again and again and again. And by the time they're ready for youth group, they have it pounded in their heads and their hearts that God is omniscient because they've heard it so often. If you... Give kids depth. Give them that meat and potatoes when they're little. It's not just a one-time serving. You're going to be constantly giving it to them. Over and over throughout their lives in in children's church and in the children's ministry, you're going to be giving them deep messages of God. You're going to be teaching them theology, teach them doctrine, teach them this heavy stuff that half your adults in church might not know. Teach it over and over because we know kids learn by repetition, not just your little ones. All kids learn by repetition. And as you continually give kids this, they get it. Just like I could go and tell my fourth graders that God is omniscient, and some of them might look at me like I'm speaking Latin. They might not get it yet, but when you explain it, when you go over it over and over, it gets in their heads and their hearts. It's the same with preschoolers. Just because they're little, just because they might not be able to read or write yet, doesn't mean we need to give them a smaller faith. They are smaller. They just don't need a smaller faith. They can have a legitimate relationship with Christ at a young age, even without a full understanding of everything, because there are differences developmentally in a four-year-old and an eight-year-old. But I challenge you, Go beyond what you think they can handle. Give them more. Because a kid is going to rise to your expectations. Now, this can be a discipline issue. This can be, um, you know, whatever. But if you tell a kid this is all you're capable of, guess what? That's all they're capable of. But if you have a child and you give them more and say, hey, you can do more. You can understand more. You can be more. Guess what? They're going to rise to that occasion. So in this new dynamic I find myself in, yes, I have to engage my preschoolers more. I have to shift my teaching style to reach them. But I'm still giving them more because I want them to have an authentic relationship with Christ. I want to give them that firm foundation that they need to be lifelong followers of Christ. It starts early. And it's going to be given to them over and over through their life. But I'm giving them more. I challenge you to do the same. Whether you work with just preschoolers or all the kids, no matter what their age, give them more than you think they're capable of. Teach them 
deep stuff about God. Don't make it kittyized. I don't even know if that's a word, but you know what I mean. Don't simplify things too much. Make it fun. Make it engaging because they are kids. They learn differently, but they still can learn. And remember, Kidman leaders, what you do matters.